It's not about just energy and we're going to change your energies or change your chakras and all that. You're listening to the Integrative Medica Podcast with Dr. Jake, a licensed naturopathic doctor who will show you how to tap into your body's natural ability to heal your health issue and improve your symptoms quickly without harmful drugs or devastating surgeries. So pour some tea, get comfortable where you are, and enjoy this healing episode. Welcome to the Integrative Medica Podcast. I'm Owen and I'm here with Dr. Jake. Today we're talking about the integrative approach to handling autoimmune disease. And this is a really big topic. So before we broach it, I wanted to kind of define some terms with you, Doc, because this could get a little confusing. What does it mean to have an integrative approach and why do we need an integrative approach to autoimmune? So the reason why we need an integrative approach to autoimmune disease is because with autoimmune disease, the immune system's out of whack. It's attacking itself for for some reason. When you go to a regular rheumatologist or conventional doc, what they're going to do is they're going to find out what specifically is the autoimmune condition you're dealing with. They usually treat that autoimmune condition very similarly. A hundred different autoimmune diseases are treated in a very similar way. They prescribe some immunosuppressive medication, either Humira, methotrexate or some other immunosuppressive medication to suppress that immune response. And that's not absolutely horrible to do because we want to stop that immune system. The biggest thing we need to look at is what is causing the immune system to attack itself? That's the biggest thing we need to look into. And that's why we need the integrative approach is you need the best of both worlds. You need the best of the conventional drugs and surgery. And then you also need the best of diet, nutrition, herbs, and various other therapeutics. And also you need an integrative doctor to actually find out what's the cause because the conventional doc isn't trained to identify the exact cause of autoimmune disease. They're trained to treat the symptoms of that disease and the disease is cured. So there's two different ways things going on. So the doctor practices a philosophical model of allopathy, which means they diagnose the disease. And if they eliminate the symptoms of the disease, the disease is cured. And an integrative doctor practice more of the naturopathic approach, which is identify the disease. And if you eliminate the cause of that specific disease, the disease is cured. So it's a total different mindset of what they're doing when they are seeing you. So like when I see a patient, I am going to look at the patient and do a detailed questionnaire, not just about their disease. I'm going to find out what's going on in their body. I'm going to find out what type of diet they're following. Let's find out if there's something going on with the gut. Let's find out if there's some toxin issues or the hormonal issues or et cetera, that could be potentially causing this autoimmune disease to go crazy and attack itself. So like what's an autoimmune disease then to kind of expand that? Because I feel like that can be a catch-all term sometimes. So autoimmune disease is an extremely broad term. There's hundreds of different autoimmune conditions out there. And what it is, is the, the immune system is, has decided that the certain portion of your body is foreign and it starts attacking itself. So like in rheumatoid arthritis, the immune system is seen that the joints or the collagen is the enemy and it starts attacking it. In Crohn's disease, also ulcerative colitis, it's seeing that the colon or the small intestine is the enemy and it starts attacking it there. And multiple sclerosis, it sees that the myelin sheaths of the nerves are the enemy and it starts attacking it there. So for some reason, the immune system is attacking these areas and some people get one condition and another person gets another. 
Now you say for some reason, is that because we don't know the reason or is it because it's different for every person at any given time for any given space? We definitely know the multiple reasons that could be causing autoimmune disease, but they're all different for every person. So someone could come in with rheumatoid arthritis and I treat them completely different because the autoimmune disease is totally different. Let's unpack that a little bit because it's not as easy as like everybody gets prednisone or everybody gets this drug or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit different. So walk us through how you do that. Maybe you could even provide like an example of a, of a patient who's come in and some success stories, but how do you, like, how do you even begin that process? Yeah. Let's use a patient as an example of kind of how I approach this. So I had a patient that was a hairdresser. She was about 30 years old. Um, She had been dealing with rheumatoid arthritis since she was 18 years old. And she wasn't really liking the conventional approach towards taking care of her rheumatoid arthritis. She didn't want to take the methotrexate. It didn't make her feel good. The Humira didn't make her feel good at all. It made her tired and brain foggy. And she was getting sick all the time. So she didn't really like these medications. So what she was looking for was for a different approach. She didn't know that I was actually how I was going to go after it, but she knew that she needed something different that wasn't going to cause so many side effects that wasn't just going to suppress her immune system. She understood that there was probably something happening inside her body that needed to be found out. We did a thorough examination, thorough questioning. All my patients receive a seven page questionnaire to really dive into what's going on with them. And then I ask about 30 minutes to 45 minutes of questions to really find out what's causing their issue. So some of these questions is I'm going to look at all kinds of areas of the health. I'm going to ask them about their sleep. I'm going to ask about any energy issues, if they have fatigue, etc. I'm going to find out if they have brain fog. I'm going to find out if they have any digestive issues. They have diarrhea, constipation, gas, bloating. I'm going to see if they have any anxiety or depression. I'm going to find out if they have been exposure to any heavy metals or other toxins. And I'm gonna find out if they've had any mold exposure. I'm gonna see if they potentially have had exposures to other chronic infections that could make the immune system going crazy. So that's just in a nutshell, kind of some of the questions I find out to look at what could potentially be causing their autoimmune condition, which is various. Is there a characteristic of an autoimmune? Is it often neurological? You often get shaky. Like what are the symptoms? What does that look like in autoimmune disease? Every autoimmune disease is going to look different. So someone with rheumatoid arthritis is going to have a lot of pain in their joints. They're going to be tired many times, and then they're not going to be sleeping very well many times because they're in a lot of pain. So that's that person. And then multiple sclerosis is a completely different scenario. They're going to maybe have some blurriness of the vision, some weakness, some numbness and tingling in their hands or feet. They usually have a lot of fatigue. So that's a completely different situation. So it depends on what's being attacked by the immune system is what symptoms you're going to be presenting with. So the person's feeling not well, you're feeling unwell. It's something you're not, it's not a cold. You you need to get something done. But what you just went through was like mind blowing, right? It's like, oh, well, maybe it's toxins. Maybe it's diet. Maybe it's stress. It's it's all these things. Unpack that process. Then how do you go through all that data and then determine a course of action that's beneficial for an individual? So you can think of me kind of like a little detective. So I'm going to be asking a lot of different questions to find out if I need to do testing in that specific area. Autoimmune disease happens because the body's not working very well. And there's something causing the body to not work very well. There's something causing that immune system to go crazy. So I dive in and I ask about their thyroid. I ask about their adrenal questions about their adrenal glands. I ask questions about their gut health. I ask how their diet is doing. And then I find out what we need to look in look at 
And then I order testing on those specific areas we need to look at. And then I'm able to find out, okay, this is what's going on. This isn't what's going on. Then I'm able to formulate an effective treatment plan to go after that specific cause. So let's say like in my patient's uh, situation, she identified that her cortisol is out of whack. She was uh, producing way too much cortisol all the time. So she was stressed out all the time. So we needed to calm that down. We also identified that she had a thyroid issue that we needed to go after. And she also had chronic Epstein-Barr virus and chronic strep wow. infection, which was causing her immune system to go crazy too. And we also found out that she had a lot of food sensitivities that we go after. 99% of the time, there's food related to autoimmune disease and they're reacting to some type of food because their gut becomes inflamed and they start reacting to the foods and then their immune system just gets haywire. Is that so, something that you can feel right after you eat the food or, or is it something you have to be savvy enough to know? I ate this a week ago. Yeah, and it that, it's usually very difficult. Sometimes people, sometimes that come into me become pretty in tune with their body. So it depends on the person. Some people can eat a food and they really feel bad, but majority of the cases, they don't know what food's causing a problem. They just know they feel horrible. So let's say like gluten, for example, I could have a patient eat gluten and three days later, they notice the symptoms of that gluten and they didn't notice it the first two days. It took three days for that to even come on. And obviously no one's going to really identify that that was gluten that really caused that problem. Yeah. You've got to ask these questions so that you're looking for trends and sort of themes and outliers that maybe the patient doesn't really need to know about, but that's your work on the back yeah, end. Right? That's my end. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of come back with sort of a, a treatment plan. Walk us through like what a treatment plan looks like. What does an autoimmune treatment plan look like? And how does it differ from just like an at like saying you're allergic? Oh, well, you're allergic to cauliflower. So stop eating cauliflower. Like how is that different than an autoimmune plan that you would sort of uh, architect? Probably the best way to dive into this, let's talk about how I approach my patient, but it will be various. It just depends on what's really going on with the patient. So this is just her situation. So we talked about that she had food allergies, gut issues, thyroid issues, and adrenal issues. And we also found that she, she had chronic infections, Epstein Barr virus, and chronic strep infection. So we had a lot that we had to deal with, which is very common with autoimmune disease. There's usually just not one culprit. There's a lot of things going on, and we need to balance it all out. So let's say maybe someone went to a another integrative doctor or whatever, and they found out, hey, you need to stay away from these foods. These are reacting to these certain foods, so you need to stay away from that. And then they're like, hey, I did that. I didn't get better. The reason why they didn't get better is they're not treating all the issues. Like, let's say my patient went and just changed her diet up. She wouldn't have gotten all better because she still had those chronic infections, thyroid, and adrenal issues going on. So you're just going to mildly feel some improvements. So what we do with that is I gave her some uh, gave her some supportive herbs for her thyroid. I gave her some supportive herbs and nutrients for her adrenal glands. We talked about changing up her diet, staying away from the food sensitivities, improving her uh, sugar intake, and eating more protein in the in the morning. What were some of those herbs? Some of these herbs to go after the adrenal glands. Depending on, for her situation, we gave her some rhodiola and some ginseng and some ashwagandha. Rhodiola and ginseng are more stimulatory. So she was producing cortisol too much throughout most of the day, but in the morning she wasn't. So we gave her some ginseng that time. But the rest of the day we gave her ashwagandha, which is more of a common herb. And then we gave a herb at in the evening to calm it even more. All right. So continue then. Okay. So then you're, you're kind of looking at this as a whole and then prescribing things based on the patient's need. So treatment plan included that, but then we also gave some treatment to go after the chronic viral infection, the Epstein-Barr virus. So we give several different nutrients to go after that, several different herbs to go after that. And then we do many cases, infections are very difficult to take care of. So we have to be aggressive about it. We do several different IV procedures, and we also do hyperbaric oxygen therapy to go after that. 
not. So we do something called high-dose IBC, which is very effective on going after viruses. We do something called our artemisinin, which is extract from wormwood, which is highly effective on going after viruses and bacteria. Which, so it's it. going after the strep. It's so also it's, great for cancer. Yeah. No and one's it's doing tastes, that. I am. And it tastes horrible. Like as soon as you guys <laughs> put the artemisinin in me, like I do an IV artemisinin, I can yeah. taste it in my mouth immediately. It's, it's, it's way yummy. Yeah. But then there's the emulsion <laughs> too. That's really, really gross. Yeah. That you say nutrients. I want to kind of unpack these a little bit because I know that there's people listening right now. They're like, I bet I know what nutrients they are. Yeah. What nutrients are on that list? And we don't have to get specific, but just in general that are good. So for antiviral us. nutrients are zinc, vitamin A, vitamin C, and vitamin D. Those are the big nutrients that I like to prescribe to boost the immune system. And you need to take high doses when you have chronic infections for short term. Don't do this by yourself. You need to have a physician actually monitoring you because nutrients can cause harm if you don't know what you're doing with, yeah. especially zinc and vitamin D and vitamin A. If you take too many of these, these definitely can cause a big problem. We give high doses of that to boost that immune system for a short period of time. You mentioned IBC, which is intravenous vitamin C. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How is that different than oral or or liquid forms of, of vitamin C and the dosage? Walk me through, like walk us through like the low dose versus high dose. Yeah, so it's a, it's a lot different. Oral, you're going to get a little dose. You're going to absorb a little bit. It is good for viruses. Not, don't get me wrong. That's why I do prescribe oral vitamin C, but that gives you a little baby hit. When we do high dose IV vitamin C, we're able to get a high dose of it. And when we do high doses of vitamin C, it turns more into an oxidant than an antioxidant, which makes it more potent on going after these bad bugs. But also the big thing is we're getting a ton more vitamin C. So let's talk about this. So I do like 25 to 50 grams, maybe even more vitamin C, depending on the patient that I'm treating. So think of this. You're Usually most people are taking like 500 to a thousand milligrams of vitamin C. Maybe they're going up to 3000, but we're going up to maybe 50,000 milligrams of vitamin C. And we're doing that intravenously. So you're getting much more absorption of that. So it's this really potent, very effective against going after these viruses that are very hard to take care of when they become chronic because they're in there. They're very difficult to take care of. They don't want to go away. That's why they're there. And they've been there for several years is we need to be aggressive about it and go after that. So yeah, there's the oral and IV. IV is just much more potent. And when you get really high doses, it's more oxidative. So it's able to really go after infections or cancer more effectively. And you're, and we kind of came onto this by talking about the Epstein-Barr virus, right? We're talking about autoimmune and then you kind of yep. jump into viruses. Is that because your system is weakened and now viruses are attacking it? Is that sort of what we're talking about here? So you have an immune dysregulation. There's something that caused your immune system to have a problem. And when that happens, many times a virus can start reactivating itself. So let's talk a little bit about Epstein-Barr virus. So Epstein-Barr virus causes mono. 80% of the population has been exposed to Epstein-Barr virus. That doesn't mean 80% of the population is going to get autoimmune disease or all the other chronic diseases that can come along with having chronic EBV infection. What happens is there could be a reactivation of it, which many times there, there was something that suppressed the immune system. Like let's say a chronic stress, maybe you're going through a horrible divor divorce, you had a horrible dad or you had a horrible business partner, et cetera. You went through a lot of stress for that time. Or let's say you're just going to school, whatever. It could be anything. That can suppress the immune system and yep. then that can reactivate Epstein-Barr virus and then that can cause autoimmune disease. Wow. I, how come when you said you have a horrible business partner, you looked at me? <laughs> Is there a I don't know. I, I don't know. I, it, was, it was impulsive, folks, uh, naturally. Okay. So, wow, big, big stuff. Now, why the wormwood? Why the artemisinin? Like, what, what does that do? 
Yeah, that's powerful stuff. So it's been used for hundreds of years for malaria orally, not IV, but in modern times, we've been able to actually compound it and make it into an IV portion. It's very potent. I like the oral artemisinin. Owen talked about how that's really bitter and gross, but it's really a great anti-infective and anti-cancer molecule to go after these chronic bacterial infections, parasite infections, fungus infections, and viral. Artemisinin is really effective for all these type of infections. And I love using it with vitamin C because they work well together. They are a great combination because they synergistically work together to go after the infection or cancer or whatever. So it sounds like when you have an autoimmune disorder that you, you've really got to get a once over to look for the viruses too. Is, is that what I'm- You I mean? have to look at chronic infections. If you're going to a doctor that is not looking at chronic infections, autoimmune disease, you need to go to someone else. I see yeah. it all the time. And in the beginning of my practice, I didn't look at it as much because I was like, really chronic infections are going to be the cause and majority of my patients. Now that I test it in my, all my autoimmune patients, I say it in 95% of them. They have some type of chronic bug going on in their body. Epstein-Barr virus, chronic strep infection, mycoplasma, Lyme disease, some chronic mold exposure, et cetera. I see it all the time. Okay. So someone out there is, is suffering from some from weird symptoms. They're not sure what it is. What's the first thing that they should do right now? They need to find a doctor that will really identify what's causing their issue. Because if you just continue to take an immunosuppressive medication, let's say it's a chronic infection, right? You're taking an immunosuppressive medication, you're decreasing your immune system. Your symptoms might feel better for a bit, but guess what? You still have that infection causing issues and it's going to cause issues throughout other areas in your body. It doesn't just affect the immune system. It could start causing issues to your liver, your kidneys, your brain, start messing with your gut. All kinds of things could start happening because you're not dealing with the specific cause of what's going on. Is time of the essence with an autoimmune disease or do we, do we have 40 years before it's really going to like... It really is a time thing because the more you let the immune system fester, the more damage that happens to the body. So let's say you have a, a rheumatoid arthritis, for example, is attacking the joints. Those joints are going to continue to degenerate and degenerate and degenerate. And then you're not going to be able to walk and then you're not going to be able to pick things up or whatever. Let's say you don't take care of it. Many times you get all kinds of other autoimmune conditions. I'm sure a lot of people listening to this have maybe four or five autoimmune conditions, not just rheumatoid oh, wow. arthritis. It starts attacking all over. It starts attacking the thyroid. Now you have Hashimoto's thyroiditis. Now it starts attacking your adrenal glands. Now you have Addison's disease. Now it starts attacking your GI tract. Now you have Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis. And it's just a spiral in what can happen when you don't really deal with what's going on. Is the only way to find that like an integrative doctor or is there- the only one that's really going to look at the cause is an integrative physician, yeah. Okay, and even in with an integrative physician like yourself, you still need to find a good one, right? Because there's yeah. like doctors and there's good doctors. So as we land the plane here today on autoimmune, and if you guys like this episode, please let us know. Leave a comment or send a, a message to us in our Facebook group. Even go to our email because if these are topics that you like, we will talk more about these topics and we'll do the research and, and bring it all to you because we want to help you live longer, healthier lives. But for that person that's like, okay, I'm going to call an integrative doctor right now. What are some of like five or 10, the top questions that they can ask that integrative doctor to make sure that they're really working with someone who knows what they're doing? So first you need to be like, are they educated in diet? Be like, hey, do you deal with diet when you treat patients with autoimmune disease? Is that something that you really focus on? And how do you go after it? Do you look at food sensitivities? Do you look for anti-inflammatory foods? Like kind of where do you go after that? That's very important. You also need to look at some, be like, hey, do you look at hormonal imbalances that could be related to autoimmune condition? Like, do you maybe look at estrogen?
estrogen and progesterone issues? Do you look at thyroid issues, maybe adrenal issues? Could that be a piece of what's going on? Is that how you deal with it? You also have to look at someone that's really going to focus on healing up the gut. That's probably one of the most important things is they need to really focus on that. I would say probably most integrative doctors have learned by now that they need to heal up the gut. And that's probably a big piece they're going after. So they're probably going to be doing that. But that's really the most important thing they need to be be like, hey, do you work on healing up the gut with autoimmune disease? Then we talked about the chronic infections. That's a big one too. You need to be like, hey, do you think chronic infections could be related to what's going on with me? Like maybe Lyme disease or chronic mold exposure or whatever. Could that be related? And see how they respond to that. Oh, do you look at toxins, maybe some solvents or herbicides or pesticides or heavy metals? Could that be related to what's going on? So that's, yeah. that's a quick rundown of kind of how you can interview your doctor to see if he's really highly educated on going after autoimmune disease and really finding out what's going on. In my experience with a lot of integrative physicians that call themselves integrative, sometimes all they do is be like, hey, I focus on the gut and I do herbs to decrease the inflammation and change up your diet to go after it. That can be good and good. And some people might respond really well to that, like taking away gluten or dairy and doing some turmeric or boswellia to decrease the inflammation. But in my case, I typically see the really hard cases, I guess, and really need to dive into it and really find out all these different causes. Okay. So uh, landing the plane, you know, is, is there hope for the autoimmune system? Uh, is there hope for the autoimmune sufferer beyond, Hey, we could put you on medicine your whole life. Is it autoimmune disease, something that can be left behind or is it, is it always lifetime? And the best we can do is decrease symptoms. I have had great success with my autoimmune patients. It's very rare that I'm not able to do anything for them. And I see it as a failure in my book if I have to put someone on immunosuppressive medication. So a majority of the cases, I'm able to get them out of their pain, out of their inflammation, get them feeling really good without having to depend upon their immunosuppressive medication the rest of their life. Or if they're not taking immunosuppressive medications that's feeling horrible, you can start feeling better. Hey, Dr. Jake, thank you for your time today. And if you enjoyed the show, then do us a favor and leave a review. It helps more people to find the show, which could save their life. And remember, this is a podcast and should not replace personalized attention from a medical professional like Dr. Jake. If you or someone you know has been diagnosed with an autoimmune disorder, cancer of any stage, or a life-changing illness, visit our website today and schedule a virtual appointment with one of our doctors who can lead you to a treatment plan in your area. That's integrativemedica.com. Integrativemedica.com. Thank you for listening to the Integrative Medica podcast with Dr. Jake. To hear past episodes and get alerts for the future, subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting platform and be sure to follow us on YouTube as well. Just search for Integrative Medica with Dr. Jake.